0: We spent a lot of money on a nice roof over our pole barn. And I got to tell you, it's demoralizing when you go out in the pole barn underneath that roof and you see a wet concrete slab. I just, it's just too much moisture. Welcome
1: to Longleaf Breeze. Beginners learning subsistence farming using three simple principles. Approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it. And we don't make allness statements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Thanks, Adrienne. And welcome to our podcast of December tenth, two 2009. We have some, some interesting weather that's passed through the state of Alabama this past week, haven't we?
0: It was eerie. It, we had been, we'd had a nice little cool snap. And then we got this warm, moist, tropical air that made everybody think, this is just weird. And it was. It was just weird. It was very warm, and everything was wet. And you were up at our home in Birmingham, and I got up one morning and went out there, and honestly, the slab was wet, and it was just icky, (laughs) That's all I know to say well, I wonder
1: it. why. Why did it do that?
0: Well, I think, I mean, I'm no meteorologist, but my diagnosis is that you've got a cool slab. And then when that warm, moist air passes over it, the moisture out of the air condenses on the cool surface of the concrete, and then you've got damp concrete.
1: That makes sense, yes. Uh,
0: and, you know, any surface, the Deep freeze was just drenched in moisture. The hmm. um, porch out here, I told you I walked out the back porch and the the pad, the the concrete floor of the porch was so damp that the mat on which you stand when you walk out onto the porch was damp. I was oh. in my socks and I stepped out onto that damp mat and it's like,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I missed that, but I was dealing with my own challenge from the rain. We had, it wasn't maybe quite as warm in Birmingham, but we, we had severe weather, lots of w- moisture, as you put it, but also rain and wind. It was very blustery. And in fact, there was such a strong wind that came through that we had a power outage during the night that lasted most of the night. And um, it was just dark, and it, I, I was lucky it wasn't a cold night because I would not have had any heat in the house since we're completely dependent upon a heat pump in that place.
0: Yes, we are.
1: So it made me appreciate electricity quite a bit.
0: <laughs> and you got your power back uh, oh, in the wee hours Right in, the morning, in time
1: or? for coffee making. I was actually, when I woke up and the power was out, I was concerned that if it didn't come back on, I might actually have to make a run to Starbucks or someplace. But luckily, it and came we back all know on.
0: how much you love Starbucks well, it's coffee. Well,
1: not my favorite, <laughs> but uh, I would I would have definitely. Taken a hit and done it. But anyway, the power did come back on in time. I'm
0: married to a woman who is extraordinarily particular about her coffee. You don't ever drink anything in it. You like your coffee black. That's right. And because you drink it black, you could not be more choosy about what it must taste like.
1: That's true. Yes. And, And to me, Starbucks is a little bit strong. It probably is ideal for people who put cream or something in there but anyway um, I would have made that sacrifice but as it turned out the power came back on and um, the refrigerator I I didn't open the refrigerator everything was fine in there Um, but as I said I I appreciate the fact that we have a generator here for example at the farm that I will really enjoy having access to whenever we have um, you know have power outages in the future and of course part of what happens up there in Birmingham is um, at least in an older area like where we live there's uh, it was before there was a lot of underground utility. So anytime there's a strong wind, some limbs blow off a tree onto the power lines and we and experience the outage.
0: Somebody's power is going to go off somewhere.
1: That's right. That's right. And there were a lot of people who were worse off than I was. And so I'm not complaining. Uh, we actually had minimal uh, damage compared to some. But anyway, it made me aware and it also made me aware of how, uh, blessed we are to have taken the precautions we have here at the farm for not only using the the generator when we need to, but just clearing away anything that could fall right on our roof or right on the power lines, plus we have underground utilities.
0: So it's very nice. That brings up another thing, and we'll take it a little bit out of sequence here, but um, you know how much time and trouble it is for us to manage leaves at Misty Lane. That's right. We are constantly blowing leaves off everything cuz we're in the middle of a forest. We have trees all around the house, all around the driveway, all around the sidewalks. So, leaf management is about a 6-month task there's usually
1: some leaf falling somewhere right (laughs) if not that acorns
0: and I sprang for a really spiffy leaf blower that you wear on your back it's one of those still things and it's you know it's first rate and it gets the job done at our home in the suburbs but what's been fascinating to me about here life here at the farm is we've not had to struggle with leaves the leaves have fallen now and there, are, there is no buildup of leaves anywhere.
1: Well, it's out in the forest, but not on the deck, exactly. not on the porch. It's right.
0: where we want it to be. That's right. You know, the leaves are where we want them to be. They're not stacked up close to the house or on the deck or anything like that. You, lo- you walk out on that deck and it looks like we just blew it off with a blower.
1: Yes, God so, is our leaf blower, right? So
0: God is our leaf blower, and aren't we grateful to her for that? Yes, we are. Um, it, it, what happens? I guess I, I've had I, I've been envious of my brother Dave Gray, who always says, "I don't ever have to blow leaves because the wind blows them off. You know, they'll blow, they'll come down, but then give them a day or so, and the, leaf, the wind will blow them off." I think we're going to be in that same category. Yes. We're going to not have to worry about blowing off leaves or raking leaves because God takes care of it.
1: Well, you know, we'll still have plenty to do even though we might not be spending our time raking leaves. We won't exactly be sitting around eating bonbons either because there's so many tasks that we have to perform here at the farm. Aren't
0: there though? It's, as we've told you before, it's a a little overwhelming sometimes. Yes, I don't Uh,
1: think I'm going to live long enough to actually perform all the tasks that need to be done. My
0: guess is we'll have this long list of tasks that we really need to work on until we're dead.
1: Right, but we won't be bored. No, we won't. Life's interesting here.
0: Yes, it is.
1: In fact, life was kind of interesting down at the garden this past week, didn't you think?
0: Well, it's the transition time for the garden, I yes, guess.
1: Yes, it's sad, really. It got cold, and the basil that looked so pretty before is all shriveled up, and the tomatoes are gone, and the eggplants, the banana peppers, the bell peppers.
0: The lima beans.
1: Yes. The, well, the lima beans really didn't produce anything for no. me. But uh, apparently the leaves are not even with us anymore. Um, the marigolds that the were marigolds so good take, at attracting pollinators, it. and they, they've bitten it.
0: And your noble lantana, uh, oh, they have been so yes. wonderful.
1: The lantana are actually up in the flower bed, but um, they lasted well into the fall, well, well into the fall, still attracting Until lots of Until
0: very recently. Right,
1: uh, attracting lots of pollinators. But uh, we're going to try to refrain from pulling them up because we're told that um, in As closest to the house as they've been planted, that they might actually survive to come back next year. So we're hoping. Yeah, even though there's our fingers crossed. Even though they're classified as annuals, we're not. We do know that, but but we're hoping uh, that with that we can maintain those. If not, I'll plant new ones next year. The cosmos, we'll pull that up. That's not going to come back. Um, And of course, the good news is we have our uh, fall garden that does show some signs of life.
0: And you've got, um, uh, what, collards?
1: Collards and, and some, well, the deer got some of the new collards. Uh, actually, that's one of the things that survived from the summer garden. We have a, still some collards from summer uh, That's out there. basically it. I guess right. it's the
0: collards. They're the only thing that's, yeah. that's still there from and the summer fennel, garden. And fennel,
1: I think, and the oregano. Is
0: it part of the summer garden? Okay. Yes, All the right. fennel was, yes. Right.
1: and uh, But we have some red sails lettuce that's looking pretty good out there. Unfortunately, deer have gotten some of the lettuces, but... Uh, we do have some left, and we have um, some peas and the tops of some carrots. I planted purple carrots, so we're hoping that those will will uh, amount to something. And some parsnips. So we should have some, uh, if it doesn't get too cold, some produce from the fall garden. And it garden.
0: has gotten cold. We've had our first honest-to-goodness cold snap now. Right, right. Um, we Went down below freezing last night, and it's due to get a little cooler even uh, still tonight. Mm. Um, which really came home to us when we were in our home in Birmingham.
1: That's right, because it was even colder up there. It went down to 28, and uh, this morning, maybe even happened during the wee hours sometime, our heat pump that, for, that heats the upstairs. Which is where our bedroom is uh decided to go out on us so luckily we have someone coming to repair that on monday but it's um it may it reminded me of how fortunate we are to have um the apartment here at the farm uh not only tightly um insulated and put together but also We have a little bit of passive solar going on, don't we?
0: We sure do. And that sun comes in this time of year nicely and warms up the apartment. We're approaching the winter solstice when the solar heating is at its maximum. Um, As the winter wears on, then we'll get less and less solar heating. So we'll be more and more dependent on the wood stove as the winter wears on but uh sure is nice having that sun oh it's
1: great and of course the wood stove's nice too so we're just um again reminded of how fortunate we are to have a nice supply of wood already cut and waiting for us to put in the wood stove and that we're taking advantage of uh, the natural light as much as we can
0: and it is nice to have it pouring in the way it is
1: Right. Well, w- and of course, in the summer, the nice thing about the way this apartment is designed is we we will not have the summer sun coming into the apartment when we don't want it.
0: Good point. We have designed the apartment. Everything is blue sky at this point because we've not yet been through a summer in the apartment. So, we're uh, we simply hope that it will work the way it's supposed to work. Right. Right. Um. But um, we'll we'll have to, to watch that. But the way it's designed, and we know this works because we've actually seen the apartment in the summer. We just haven't lived in it, right? Um, during the summertime, <laughs> there is no direct sun that enters the apartment at all.
1: And I did notice even before we moved in that, of all the space under the pole barn, during this hot part of the summer, the apartment was the by far the coolest space, and yes. we never once turned the air conditioning on. So we have hopes for it.
0: We do. We have hopes. Um. We also have hopes that we can figure out how to deal with money.
1: Yes, that's been a bit of a struggle lately.
0: My income has dropped because I'm spending more time as a farmer and less time as a divorce lawyer.
1: My income has dropped because I am now a pensioner, as I guess they would call it in Great Britain, although I am not an old age pensioner. (laughs) Of course not. The OAP, the technical term, because I'm actually, since I retired early, but to be serious about it. The pension is nice to have, but it doesn't in any way compare to my salary that I earned when I was an active employee.
0: Not even after you supplement it with your consulting income. Right.
1: No, that's right. I'm glad to have that coming in and we will continue to pursue it. But but this is a transition time for us. And of course, with the holidays coming about, needing to buy gifts, it's an extra strain. But we are in that transition period from living a lifestyle in which we needed a lot of money but we also earned a lot of money to a a lifestyle in which we're not earning as much money but hopefully we also won't need as much money once we get through the holidays
0: that's the transition and it's not only a transition for you and for me, it's a transition for our children, for our friends, as they adjust to the reality that we're not able to do all the things that we used to be able to do.
1: Right. But we do hope that we will be able to grow lovely food and yeah, produce something that they'll be proud of and can enjoy. And have so, a
0: wonderful life here. We're looking right. forward to it. And we will be resilient. And that was the whole idea of this adventure in the first place.
1: Right. It's not a money-making venture. It's a a way to um, have a more satisfying lifestyle and a more sustainable lifestyle.
0: Yes. So we've been packing up and moving boxes down from our home in Birmingham down to here. We filled up uh, the pickup truck and a car today. Uh, the pickup truck was carrying basically christmas
1: yes i have to admit that over the past 35 years of our marriage i've been quite a pack rat i have christmas boxes alone numbering over 20 and then and some of them are pretty good sized boxes <laughs> and then on top of that i have a couple of bags of greenery and miscellaneous things and i sort of hit michaels for a uh, last year for a post christmas sale and Bought more stuff. It's terrible. I know it's an addiction, but I'm hoping that, uh, in fact, I'm planning. After we see what we actually are able to use here for decorating, that I'll be able to donate a lot of that and not necessarily try to store all of it. There were boxes in that basement that we, from which we uh, drew this morning, that I had not even opened in years. I haven't even looked to and see. And we brought in them there. all down
0: to the farm. Yes. In hopes that we'll use what we can use, and then whatever we can't use, we won't try to store again right, we'll don't right that's right we have so, high hopes of we that have too. high
1: hopes, but i'm looking forward to getting my Christmas decorations out. Some of them are so sentimental to me they were I have some of my grandmother's decorations, um her lighted Christmas tree and um, some ornaments that have been that I've had since I was a small child, and so there's just something about getting those out every year that um, that I think will make this new place feel like home to us.
0: Good, good. Well, I want to spend just a minute and talk about uh, my awareness that I suffer from a mild form of depression. Uh, it doesn't manifest itself except during those times when I'm away from you. And what I've learned is that when I'm away from you, my energy level goes down. It's easier for me to get into a mode where I procrastinate and don't accomplish as much as I should. So the coping strategy that I've developed, for better or for worse, is to use a to-do list. When I am here by myself, I I use the to-do list for tasks that normally I wouldn't bother listing but just the satisfaction of seeing that entry on the to-do list and checking it off so I can say, well, that I, I accomplished that. That's done. Um, it gives me enough energy so that I can go on to the next task. Um, so that's I mentioned that, I, I guess, out of the awareness that I'm probably not alone, that there are others like me who have a mild form. It's very mild. I you mean, know, it's... Uh, You hear uh, terrible stories about people who struggle with depression, and mine is nowhere near that level. But I am aware that it's an issue.
1: And I do wonder if some of that might not be seasonal affective disorder, possibly, because we've had some pretty gray days here lately. And our Um,
0: days are at the shortest point of the year. Right.
1: So, I mean, it could be that. I I think that's entirely possible. Um, But as you said, I'm glad you mentioned it because others might be also dealing with that and. I don't really plan to leave you, so I, I hope I'm here to crack the whip or whatever it is that keeps you from going into that mode, and I'm Sounds great. Here.
0: I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> I don't like being away from you. So next week we'll talk with you about my adventures with the Kilowatt, uh, where we went around and looked at power usage in the apartment. Uh, we hope to talk with you about the Dual Flush Toilet. And, of course, we will talk about preparing for the holidays here at Longleaf Breeze.
1: That's right. Once we do get all those Christmas decorations hauled out and uh, we deck the halls, we'll give you a full report.
0: And we will look forward to visiting with you then. You've been listening to Longleaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden. We'd love to hear from you. You can call
1: the farm at 334-625-8682. Send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com. Or you can send us honest to goodness mail at P.O. Box 780446, Tallahassee, Alabama 36078. To browse our archive, to learn more about the farm and about Lee and Amanda, and to talk with other listeners, visit us at longleaffreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.